Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's Indie Artist Music Hustle with Blonde Intelligence. I'm your host, Miss Ronnie. Please forgive the voice. And where I always give you exquisite cranial repertoire. This week, we have a very special guest. We have the artist Munir. How are you doing today? Hey, Miss Ronnie. How you doing? The artist Munir here based out of Nashville. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, hi to all the listeners. I hope everyone's in good spirits. All right. All right. Well, what we're going to do is start off with letting you take over and tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Okay. All right. So um, my name is the artist Munir. I do uh, positive content hip hop. Um, you know, I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm originally from Jersey, but I'm out in Nashville doing what I got to do. I mean, and um, they're showing me a lot of love out here. Uh, I've been recording my album out of a studio, the underground studio on Music Row out in Nashville, the only urban based studio in Nashville on Music Row. I mean, check them out. Shout out to uh, Track Burner, you know what I'm saying? And um, I'm just out here just making it happen. I've been going between Nashville and Atlanta recording my album. And, um, you know, we're about to push it out pretty soon. And I'm excited for everyone to see what I bring to the table because it's really all about um, enlightenment and positivity over here. Feel me? Okay. So tell me, how long have you professionally been an artist? Professionally, I've been an artist for about two years now. And um, yeah, I've got a lot done in that two year time. So, you know, my catalog is, is, um, is pretty big for that period of time. And sometimes I actually get question about that because when I look at my track record and what I have done, that two years seems like a long time to me, you know what I'm saying? Because of where I'm at in my life right now, you know, and, and the two years that I've done, people will say, oh, well, you just released a song like six months ago. I'm like, nah, that's old, man. We on, we on a new wave already, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. So tell me what has been I would say in those last two years, the hardest challenge that you have had. <clears throat> Moving away from my kids to do, um, to pursue my music career. Um, that was, that was really the hardest challenge that I had, um, you know, because that was literally the first step. You know, I left a corporate job. I left security, you know what I'm saying? I left what the modern American considers security to to pursue you know what i'm saying what was inspired in my heart and that was to be a musician and um the hardest thing of that wasn't the the risk of the not knowing it was the pain that was associated with me stepping away from my children to do what i needed to do and what i felt i needed to do to provide the life that i saw fit for them okay so is your involvement with your family, with your children. Is that the reason why you chose the route to go inspirational hip hop? Or has that just always been part of your personality? You know, um, everything that we become is always a part of us, you know, even uh, regardless of how innate it may be, you know what I'm saying? Um, I feel like this was the season for this to come out of me 
and to flourish. You know what I'm saying? Every seed doesn't grow in every season. And the seed that I have, the positive uh, energy that I'm bringing, you know, it had to be cultivated for a long time. And um, that, you know, came about through pain and, you know, suffering and uh, losses and experiences. And, you know, once I got to that point, then this this is the inspiration. So, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I hope I, that answers your question somewhat. Okay. You know. Well, I asked the question. I don't. I don't expect a right or wrong. I just expect. What you- <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tell me this. Uh, what has been, I would say, the I'm not going to say the easiest thing, but the most satisfaction that you have received from your music career in the last two years. And satisfaction is, is it could be personal, it could be professional, it's anything that you think, but what has been the most satisfying? Mm, there's a few things, but I think um, what stands out the most to me is the fact that I've been able to maintain, you know, stand on my square and maintain my own principles and not make any compromises. You know, um, I, I see a lot of artists and I'm not, you know, talking down on them or anything, but a lot of people think that that's the only way to do it, you know, and I came in bullheaded with, um, you know, what I'm saying like the reservation that I wasn't going to make compromises for anybody. And if and if they weren't going to do it on my tempo or how, how I was trying to do it and change my art or change me in any way, then it just wasn't for me. And I. I just knew that another door will open. So I think that's the thing that I'm that, that makes me most happy looking back is that I didn't have to make any compromises because that's what I chose to do before I put my foot in the game. Okay. Next question. Tell me if you have had any collaborations and tell me about the best collaboration. You don't have to give names and tell me about a collaboration from me. It's really hard for me to find people to collaborate with, honestly. And um, the reason is, is the the level that I bring, it's not forced, you know, and you can hear when something is forced in the music, you know what I'm saying? Or when someone is moving away from, from their regular, comfortable writing style and jumping into unknown territories like that. You could hear that in a song when you play it. So it's, it's been really difficult for me to find a lot of artists to collab with, but I do have uh, one artist that, um, you know what I'm saying, happens to be my best friend from childhood. That is my um, my main in-house executive producer as well. And um, we've, we've done a few tracks together and his heart is in the same place as mine. You know what I'm saying? We're brothers, you know what I'm saying? We're our brother's keepers. You know, we encourage each other to, to do right and push harder and stay the course. So. You know, um, that was the best collaboration I did because the energy was right. And I'm open to any collaboration. You know what I'm saying? I just, uh, you just got to make sure your heart is in the right place because I'm not, I'm not going to waver on mine. Okay. Well, I know that you mentioned earlier that um, some people will come to you and tell you that some of the music that they hear is old. So what... Number album are you on? And tell us about the current album. So right now I'm on the uh, first album. So I've been releasing singles. I I took a little bit of an unorthodox approach to everything. And um, 
I didn't find my sound um, for like the first six months. I was really testing the waters and seeing what would go and what wouldn't. So I was releasing single after single to get feedback and see where that got me, you know, and learning the ins and outs about marketing, learning the ins and outs about, you know what I'm saying, um, getting everything straight as far as the back end to make sure that, you know what I'm saying, I'm safe when, when everything does uh, matriculate. So, you know what I'm saying, the first album that I'm doing is this one coming out. And, um, you know, we're, it's going to be a two-part a two part release. Uh, the first part release is going to be uh, December, um, December 21st. Um, and that's the uh, winter solstice. So, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're, we're, I'm going to release the, the first part on that date. And then um, the second part is going to be uh, going to be at the beginning of spring. And the reason I'm doing it that way is because the album is called Darkness to Light. And, you know, what I'm saying it paints the picture, the contrast between the transition between the two seasons. So, you know, what I'm saying you'll hear that transition and you're not going to get everything on the first one that you're going to get on the second one because that transition has to be apparent. So you'll see. <laughs> okay. So that brings me to this question. What thought processes do you have for your release? Because I know we talked earlier and I have ran into some artists that are doing it independent. And I understand that, you know, everything is a learning curve, but I have heard some finish an album and then drop it the next week. What is your thought processes when you get ready to release a single or album or anything? Because you had to have some type of process to go from um, what they call it from a time of rest to a time of growth, as you would call it. So what what processes do you go through to decide on the aspects of the release? Um, I mean, that's, that's a pretty good question to ask. Um, so everything that I put out, you know, is hard work. I only put out about, I would say a 10th of the songs that I write. So I'm literally writing a new song every day. And, um, you know, and even after that makes the cut, you know, recording them, that's a whole nother thing because you have to weed out the ones that are going to get recorded. And even after it gets recorded, then you only get the ones that make the cut after that. So, you know what I'm saying? As far as my creative process, I don't intend to slow that down at all. Um, the period of rest that I had was my life that I wasn't doing this, you know? So right now, I feel like I've been anointed with the energy where I can keep going. And it's not, you know what I'm saying, to say that I'm not gonna have any structure to it. You know, if I'm given the right advice, I'll heed it 100%. But uh, my my job as an artist is for those juices to keep flowing because once those juices stop flowing, then the money stops coming in, you know what I'm saying? And the growth stops and you know what I'm saying? Then we're not moving forward anymore. So um, I'm really at the point where once I complete this project, this two part release, um, I'm going to focus on making an album that has a lot of collaborations and try to work with artists and bring the best out of artists and see what they can do to test their limits of who they think that they are, you know what I'm saying, and put it on a track. 
and see if they can catch a vibe with my positive energy. You know, I'm, I'm, that's what that's what I would really like to do is to collaborate on my next album. And um, I already have it. Um, I already have it titled is going to be, um, you know, meeting of the mind. So, you know, what I'm saying it's basically going to be my mind interacting with other artists that are like minded and can be on this type of level and buy bow on some tracks, you know. Okay. Well, tell me what do you think about this? And this is kind of like a loaded question, and if people have something to say, it'd be <laughs> But with, because I think that we have established by now that the hip-hop industry can be a dangerous profession. With you, with the hip-hop industry being a dangerous industry, what do you feel about how the behavior is of some of these rappers knowing that hip hop is a dangerous profession. Mm. Okay. So um I was actually thinking about this the other day. It's funny you asked me. You know, um I, I know we all know the saying you are what you eat, you know what I'm saying? But it, it's more to that with the hip hop industry. You know, um the things we do and the vices we have become the the strings that control us. So, you know what I'm saying? The more of those strings that we have, the more we're going to be able to be controlled by other people. And, you know, as far as the behavior, that goes hand in hand with a vice, you know what I'm saying? And a vice could be anything from clout to money, you know what I'm saying, to to being around and rubbing the right elbows. You know, we we all make compromises and sacrifices to to do something else. Now, the behavior that's going on, I mean, it's to each his own. But, I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about people that do stuff. But I don't, if I'm going to die, if I'm going to die being how dangerous the hip-hop industry is, I want to know that, you know what I'm saying, it wasn't for no for nothing that I brought upon myself, I guess is what I'm saying. I know hip hop is dangerous right now. And I think that there's more of a reason for someone like me to be in it because you know, if I go, there wasn't no funny business going on. <laughs> okay, so what you're saying is ultimately, for what we know, that each person is responsible for their own behavior. Yeah. So, when something goes wrong, we all should look at ourselves and see that we contribute to that. But we, I, this, the reason why I asked that question is because we can say that and base it upon what we think, but I don't think that anybody ever gives any thought to that other person just might not be on your level. They might not think like you. They might not have... Um, I would say the mental capacity to even have foresight like you do. You know, I see why you say that was a loaded question because that was me at one point, you know what I'm saying? And it's not like, I know how the life is and it's basically, you know what I'm saying about survival, you know what I'm saying? And like, that's all it comes down to. Whatever you define as surviving, whether you uh, define survival as being popular, survive, survival as putting food on the table, whatever you got to do is what you got to do. All I'm saying is, you know what I'm saying, when you do things that put you around certain people and, you know, like you, I mean, 
we got to do what we got to do. So I'm not knocking nobody, basically. I'm here to just show that there's another way. And I want all my brothers to be better. You know what I'm saying? So I ain't, I ain't sitting here knocking nobody. Because you're not the typical stereotype that is considered hip hop. That's the reason why I want to know what you thought. All of my friends, a lot of my friends are still doing that, you know, and like, I don't knock them. I still show them love. You know what I'm saying? I'm still around them. You know, I just don't participate in certain behaviors per se. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like I'm turning a blind cheek or even, you know, like, like doing it and then being hypocritical. You know, we are, we are who we are and that's the way God made us. And I hope that everyone gets to that point in the road of their life where they where they find an opportunity to make a, a, a right instead of a left to change their course if they want to, you know, if that's what they seek, you know, and I'm sure that if it is, if you'll, it'll be given to you for sure. Okay. So tell me, ultimately, what are you wanting out of your music career? I want, um, I want world change. And um, I know that may sound a little far-fetched, but that's really what I dreamed about since I was a little kid. You know, um, I've always been an empath. I've always seen things wrong in the world. And you know what I'm saying? A fist can only change but so much, you know, and it can get you into trouble, you know? And I knew that there was something that I would be able to do to change things and make things better for people. And um, that's what I'm doing. I, I, I literally just want to make people's lives better so that, you know what I'm saying? They invest in their future, you know what I'm saying? Um, after this life is over. Okay. I want you to give me your experience or the moment that you decided that you were going to be a professional artist. What made you make that decision? Stick to it. Be committed and write it out. All right. Um, I mean, it was a little personal, but it's all good. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm children. No, you ain't. You ain't. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm I'm transparent, so it's all good. You know, I'm just letting letting you know the level that I'm I'm uh, reciprocating for you. You know, um, basically it was social media's influence on my children's lives. You know, um, seeing them so wrapped up in what was going on in there, and not wrapped up as to what's going on out here. You know, the balance wasn't right. And, um, you know, I understand that the times change and maybe uh, this is just the way that we're going and that's okay. But, you know, they can be oversaturated with things that are just fluff and meaningless. You know what I'm saying? Like there has to be some good in there as well. And um, it has to be the good that they're going to be akin to going towards, you know what I'm saying? And like, they're not going to look at somebody that's a cornball, you know what I'm saying? But like, that's the dude who I want to be like, you know what I'm saying? And I'm talking about my own kids here. <laughs> so, you know, like I really just wanted to be in a position where I could send a message to them by example and manifestation that there's another way and that you don't have to follow the masses. Okay. So tell me this. We have always heard that history repeats itself that time folds over. So with social media and social media being censored now, where before you could put uh, basically anything you wanted out on YouTube or Facebook or whatever, and it didn't even have like a 
content disclaimer anything so we all know that we're being censored more now and sometimes people try to tell the truth in art and music and different things like that and it's being censored where you're being stunned or you're being quieted so do you think that with history repeating itself that people are going to go back to original cds um different things like that that was used that used to be done that technology has taken over to actually get the real music the real truth out how do you think the answering <sighs> is going to affect how history repeats itself you know um <clears throat> that's that's a really cool question you know it brings um brings a lot of ideas to my mind um, but as far as like the CDs and stuff, you already know it costs more to, you know what I'm saying, get a CD player and burn a CD than anything now. So I think what we're going to start turning into is um, taking an example that crypto made on the world and, you know what I'm saying, um, start to do um, like uh, media publications through different avenues that can't be tampered with. You know what I'm saying? I think that would be the move for the masses now. Um, being backed in a corner where you can't speak, you're going to find a way to speak. And right now, everyone's in a digital age. So I think, um, you know, like uh, people used to call it the dark web, but there's a lot of good things on there too. Uncensored stuff, uncensored truths, you know what I'm saying? And I think that now people are more used to crypto. But it's getting harder to find with so many platforms censoring them. So that's what I'm saying. With so many platforms censoring, how do you think that people are going to get the truth out or things that need to be said if the platforms are being censored? You have to take te technology out of it. Do you think mm -hmm. that history is going to repeat itself? Or what do you think with social media being censored about even with the type of music you do positive inspirational music but it can still be positive inspirational music depending on what neighborhood you grew up in what we might consider to be vile might be normal everyday life for somebody else i mean so if they start censoring what they call the undesirables then what avenues think that people would take do you think that history will repeat itself and they will go back to word of mouth and and hey here's a, a jump drive or, or whatever or uh, by email i mean how do you think it's gonna work for the independent artist with censoring on social media because social media you cannot make it without social media I mean, social media is basically a database if you look at it like a tool, you know what I'm saying? And all of those tools have emails and phone numbers most of the time connected to them, you know what I'm saying? So there's other other avenues to contact to your fan base, you know what I'm saying? And like once once there's a big enough um, need, you know what I'm saying, the, the demand is going to present itself, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, this emptiness, this void this uh looking for something that's wholesome you know what i'm saying that's a growing desire in, in most people nowadays so you know i don't i don't see that i see the brightest minds of our generation coming up with a way to to put that out 
that can't be touched. Remember, crypto wasn't touched by the government for the longest. It's just recently that they're starting to talk about incorporating it into the United States, you know, like and Bitcoin was around for the longest time. So, you know, we got we got people um, in this in this nation that are very intelligent and around the world that are very intelligent. And I'm sure that they're going to because Reddit is out there, you know, Reddit put out a whole bunch of truths. There's a whole bunch of platforms. And I'm 100 percent sure that someone is going to become inspired enough to make that for music. 100 percent. All right. Well, I thank you for coming. And I want you to tell everybody your social media handle, the name of your album, the latest single, where they can find it, and anything else that you would want to tell about the artist Munir. All right. All right. So um, my name is the artist Munir, as you know. Um, you can search me up on Instagram at the artist Munir, M-U-N-E-E-R, uh, soundcloud.com slash the artist Munir. I got my entire uh, release catalog on there, as well as two songs that are going to be on the new album. So um, you can check them out there. And, um, you know, I'm always looking to, you know, talk to like minded individuals. So if you ever want to reach out to me on any of my socials, feel free. I'll be more than happy to, um, to connect with you for sure. Thank you for having me, Miss Ronnie. You know, and I, I love what you do for the culture. You're so inspirational yourself, and you know what I'm saying, uplifting people, and you know what I'm saying, just bringing this light to this darkness. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, thank you. Well, I appreciate you for coming, and you can find us on podcasts, on social media, YouTube, um, and the website. And remember, you can find him on SoundCloud at the Artist Munir. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Have a good one, Miss Ronnie. Peace. Bye. <laughs>